0: This week, I'm talking to Lucy. She's a French blogger and she's about to pack her entire life up here in New Zealand to go and be with her partner in England, having only lived here for less than a year. That is what love will do, folks. Her story is a great example of how if you just pick one thing that you're interested in and just roll with it, follow that path to see where it leads, well, this is where you can end up. She likes to keep her life separate from her virtual life, even though her blog is quite popular, but she's super keen for her passion and her hobby to stay her hobby, which is totally cool. And that's why I want you to meet Lucy. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be
1: adventurous too. What brought you to New Zealand? So it was my partner's idea we were both in England he's British and that's where we met and he kind of had enough and needed to change his environment Mm -hmm. so I found we just decided that you know whoever get a job first the other one will follow. I got a job first. Right. Sponsored him. (laughs) Uh And then we moved to Auckland together. So you got the job Did he find a job shortly after? He could have, because, you know, as a developer, it's usually quite easy. But he wanted to change career. So starting from scratch, doing something new, he's done various jobs, like taxi driver, acting, you know, that kind of... Acting? Yeah. Right. He's always wanted to try it. So, you know, there was an opportunity, he gave it a try. Yeah. And also, yeah, various jobs like this. And then decided to get back into development, <laughs> but as a, as a what well, to create his own agency. Okay,
0: and is he he's doing that in New Zealand? He went back to the UK a few weeks ago,
1: so he's doing that, but in the UK.
0: Are you going to go? with him like he's
1: your partner are you going to join him? Yes so I've already given my notice at my current job and I'm going to be joining him in a week or so. Right. In a few weeks actually.
0: How does that feel like are you happy to leave New Zealand? <laughs>
1: I think depending on the moment of the day where you ask this question you will get a you know different <laughs> answers. Okay. Because of the reason why I'm leaving we are in a I would say complicated stage in the relationship. Let's oh say.
0: do tell why is it complicated?
1: Because he, he left New Zealand for health reasons, let's say. Just suddenly packed his stuff and left me on my own. Wow. So, you know, when it when there's a health reason, I could maybe, you understand why, you know, it needs to be done and stuff. But at the same time, leaving me on my own suddenly
0: mm. is a bit harsh. Yeah. Did he
1: give you notice? Did he tell you he was leaving? Oh, just a few days. Fuck. He said he was thinking about it and... Next thing I knew, ticket was booked and <laughs> bag was packed.
0: And how did that feel for you? Like no notice and his bag was packed. Like, did you have a say in the matter
1: at all? Well, he did. That's from my opinion. But I think his mind was already made. And I think, you know, based on how he was at that time, I think it was the right thing to do. His mum got mad at him for doing so. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And after that, I decided that I would probably be better off. You know, going back to England and staying here on my own, even though I've got a good job that I really like, you know, with good people and everything you could probably expect, you know, professionally, at least at this stage in life. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I would say excited to go back to the UK because I really like it over there. Mm -hmm. But disappointed because I did plan to stay in New Zealand for a little bit longer. I have a visa for five years, so I thought, you know, five years. And we'll see what happens next.
0: I can only speak from, like, my experience, but I think what you're doing is really brave, leaving a job that you like, that, you know, do enjoy your job. Yep. I find it really brave for you to pack up and leave for, for a guy. He must mean a lot to you then.
1: We've been together for, like, nine years. It's quite a long time. And, you know, we we've had... lot of experiences together like we've tried to move to australia years ago like back then we were only together for like six months and when they just said you know should we try to go to australia and i was like yeah why not (laughs) see what happens yeah so you know we had some i guess strong moments so yeah i'm really attached to him do you feel
0: like you can get through this when i say get through it i mean like do you hold something against him because you have to leave this life you have here? Like,
1: do you like your life here? I like my work life here, but I think that deeply inside of me, I never intended to stay in New Zealand for like forever. Yeah. And I probably didn't put as much effort as developing, you know, in my personal life as I did in my professional life. So I don't feel like I'm losing anything at that level. And a job is just a job at the end of the day. And I know, I mean, it depends in which, you know, industry you work in. But in my industry, there's usually a lot of opportunities pretty much everywhere. You know, there will be another one, at least, I hope so, (laughs) somewhere else.
0: I just, I still think you're so brave to do that for a guy. And now knowing that you're not quite sure whether or not you'll get through it. I guess what's the alternative though, right?
1: I think that the fact that I'm not sure if we can make it... If we're not making it I'd rather be, you know, somewhere where I know I've got family and friends to support me. Uh-huh. Than okay. being on my own on the other side of the world.
0: Yeah, that really does make sense. Like it seems like a logical thing. How
1: long have you two
0: been sort of in that whole like living together, building a life together, sharing a life
1: together? From the beginning. Very, very I mean, way too fast I guess you'd say. Like when I told my parents, Hey, this is him, we're moving in together. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long have you been together? like two, three weeks. For wow.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. He moved to France with me after like, yeah, just a few weeks. Cause I can't remember why.
0: I really respect that. I like that. I think that it takes a lot for someone to move in together, but then also to just be like, cool, I'm throwing it all away and I'm moving to another country. Is that maybe what you're reciprocating now?
1: Well, I know that, you know, that he would have done the same for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he did the same for me when we didn't actually know each other like yeah he gave up when we met he was about to go backpacking in in asia and with no plan of coming back wow. he gave up you know for me when he barely knew me why i, I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> he said asked him once and he said you know that was just the right thing to do right. I like, okay fair enough <laughs> eight years down the
0: track do you love him yeah is there <clears throat> i mean it seems like you've done a bit of traveling together
1: quite a lot yeah What's the plan for when you leave or when you get back there? So for now, I want to try to be a freelancer, not doing what I'm doing, but, you know, for myself. And I get this opportunity because my current company offered me to work remotely for them for a few months. So, you know, a good transition. Yeah. <laughs> period. And the original plan was for me to move back with him, with his parents, because he hasn't got a place to stay with his parents now. Right now, I think I'm going to find my own place, you know, see how that goes mm-hmm. you know from here
0: How is it being independent of him right now?
1: I guess you know we've been together for a very long time so you know obviously I miss him it's weird to not have him around you know like talk mm. about you know your day and that kind of things mm-hmm. but in other ways it's good too because I don't have to worry about anyone else you know he is a great person but he also has he's a, he can be difficult and that puts a lot of pressure on the other person yeah, when you've got someone who is a bit difficult in a relationship, and I don't have to worry about that anymore now. Yeah, it's kind of good. You mm. know? So I feel guilty when I say that, but it's like it's good. Yeah, you I can agree. Go out, no need to you know message anyone or think about anyone else really so Uh i can do something just because i want to and makes me feel good it's interesting because i
0: am experiencing the opposite of that whereas i'm so used to being myself and not having to think about anyone else that i just go off and i do you know and yeah it's really like i'm i'm used to that and i've been doing that for a long time and even (coughs) i've had like a string of boyfriends who have been around the place but i would never let them get in the way of my vision whereas like the opposite is what you're kind of doing because you're packing up your life for a guy I really commend that because I think that's great and that's beautiful like to do that for someone that you
1: love yeah but you know what and you talked about vision just now because you've got a vision you know you've got something you want to achieve you're going to do everything you can to get there or at least you know slowly get there yeah I don't have that and when you don't have that vision you know there's a lot of things I'm interested in and that's actually the problem there's not like one thing where I'm like that's the one right you know I'm sure tomorrow you show you show me like how to build a table I want to be a carpenter you know that's Ah. (laughs) I get excited (laughs) about
0: like everything
1: okay all right yeah there's not like one thing in particular like that is like one thing that I'm gonna focus on and I realize now after like years and years Mm. that actually I should have something like that so
0: is he that thing that you're focusing on
1: I think he was it it's great you know like having that kind of relationship you know like you've got up and down it's like um what do you call that like uh, a roller coaster yes yeah but you know like when you're up it's like it's great you know it feels amazing yeah when you're down it it really can it hurts really so now i'm like i should have my own thing so that's not happening anymore or less
0: yeah because you, it's draining so would you say that you're you're kind of going to work towards getting to like a maybe like a baseline a steady line instead of a roller coaster up and
1: down yeah what do you do at the moment? I work in online marketing, SEO, which mm-hmm. is quite in demand. And I'm actually quite interested in it. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess that's my mid-term plan you know, for now, my <laughs> you know, mid-term vision. I want to try to see if I can make it as a freelancer because you know that's something I like. Okay. That's something that's in demand. Mm-hmm. There's some really fun projects to work on. Yeah, and we we'll see where that leads. I think it's amazing that you just generally
0: have this interest and you're just going for it. You know, it's not oh I don't know what to do, so I don't think I'll do anything. It's like you've picked something that interests you and you're doing that. Like, how did you get your start
1: in working in SEO? I was writing a blog uh, just for fun mm. years ago. I was doing an internship actually, and they asked me to write a guide about WordPress. I didn't even know what WordPress was. Oh well. Wow. So I started to Google it, and I was like, oh, oh, you can write stuff. Oh oh, there's people reading that stuff. How weird. Yeah. (laughs) So i really discovering from scratch. That was back in 2009 or something. So it was not as big as it is now. Mm. And I kept doing it. And when I met my partner, he was like, you know, that's actually a job, like writing stuff on the internet and driving traffic to a site. That's a job. I didn't know that. So he's the one who told me this is SEO and you can get... Pet to do that so I thought I should probably get paid to do that yeah you should if you can that's awesome
0: were you doing that before you moved to New Zealand or you did that with the idea of
1: doing that in New Zealand no I did that so years and years ago so my first experience abroad mm-hmm. was in Romania and I was spent like the most amazing year in Romania and I got back home and I was talking about it to everyone and they were like just shut up I can't hear about Romania anymore <laughs> so I was like you know what I'm gonna write about it, so you don't have to hear me talking about it. Cool. <laughs> so that's how I started. was like, I need to get it out of my head. Yeah. So I'm gonna write it, and you know, if people are interested, then they read it. If they're not, they can close the window. Do you still write today? Yes. So it's been yeah, almost ten years now. Wow. What's <laughs> yeah. the name of your blog? It's mytodialog.com. It's in French. Ah, okay.
0: It might be a bit difficult if you're not a French speaker, but if you are, go for it. (laughs) Is that purpose that you said where it's it's in your head and you wanted to get it out, is that still the reason that you write today?
1: I would say that when I first started, there was no filter. I would just write whatever came to my mind Mm -hmm. because there was nobody, you know, not many people reading it. Yeah. But over the years, obviously, you know, you've got an audience that's growing and growing and growing. And now I feel like I think twice before writing... Stuff. why well I've, I've got some like limits like I never talk about my jobs or any you know anything professional I've noticed that some people actually read a lot of your content and they put pieces together and I don't feel comfortable when people when I get emails from people saying oh yeah you went there you did this you did this you know like I feel like they know too much oh okay. and even though it's, it's all virtual you know I don't know them yeah in person I'm not comfortable with people knowing too much so why do you write then? I know that's, uh, there's a contradiction here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't want people to you know, get too close, I guess. Like break through that barrier of privacy? Yeah. yeah. There's a bit of that, yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, it's weird because there were people like in real life who recognized me and then I feel very uncomfortable. Last week during an interview, what? <laughs> <laughs> the girl was like, I know you. I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't think so. She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're Lucy, you write that blog, and I was looking for information about New Zealand, that's how I found you. See, that that's a bit weird to me. It's like, you're not supposed to say that you read me and that you know me.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm shy. <you> know? <laughs> but that is the, the nature of putting something out into the world.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's true. If I didn't want people to actually read, I could just make it private. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have to think about that.
0: <laughs> I think it's an interesting to explore because these days a lot of people our age will write for the intention of that. You know, they will write... So that people come up to them and say that and, you know, maybe to get the followers and to get the, you know, the numbers up. But maybe that's not the case for you. Like, it's definitely not the case if you don't want that attention that your
1: blog brings you. Well, if I wanted, you know, the attention, I work in marketing. I could promote it a lot harder. Yeah. I could, you know, I've got a newsletter that I haven't sent in like two years. You know, I don't post regularly on instagram you know just when i feel like it, there's no like marketing strategy behind yeah not right. because of a lack of knowledge but just because it's a hobby i guess you know I'm, i don't want to feel the pressure of you know having to increase my traffic by 20 percent you know reach this amount of followers because then that becomes work true very very true and i don't think it's not the purpose i've never done it thinking one day i'm gonna make a living out of it There were a few opportunities, like some interesting projects, side projects. So when that happens, I'd say yes. You know, if it's something good and fun, why not? But I don't want to make it like a full-time job, you know? That's what you have a full-time job for. That's what I've got a full-time job for, Mm.
0: yeah. Oh, fair enough. So where to then? You're moving back to England. Let's talk about two
1: scenarios. What will happen if it works out with him? And, you know, you figure things out. I'll carry on in this direction. So, I mean, he's also in this, you know, industry too. Might give him a hand with his own agency because I've got some knowledge. He's got some knowledge. It's different areas. So we kind of complete each other in that way. Other than that, I mean, if it's not working out, I'll keep trying as a freelancer. In the worst case scenario, I'll go back, you know, in an agency or whatever, an opportunity presents itself at that time.
0: Yeah, back in London, back in England. Yeah, not in London, somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say to you a year ago before you moved to New Zealand? Knowing what you know now, knowing how things were going to turn out, what would you say?
1: Oh, dear. Uh, Would you tell her to move? I would tell her. (laughs) That's a good one. Think carefully. About what? About what you're about to do. Like, are you doing it for yourself or not? What has helped
0: you push through? Like, when your partner told you he was leaving,
1: what did you do? Well, at first I gave him, like, a week or, you know, 10 days, something to, to see if you, you know, would come back or not, because, you know, he's quite impulsive, so, so I'm not going to quit my job if he's going to come back. So you almost, week? like, didn't take him seriously? I wasn't too sure because it went fast, you know. Mm. And I was I was very confused, I guess. So I thought, you know, let just give it a few days, a week or so, mm. and see what happens. And when I realised that he was not coming back, I was like, okay, well, then I'm going to quit my job and, you know, come back to England, seems right. to make sense. And was that a hard decision to make? Not too hard. I mean, not as hard as you would expect because sometimes, you know, I really like my jobs and all of that, but sometimes it can be, like, quite demanding and it was also in that time period where it was quite demanding and I was like, you know what, I could do with a break. <laughs> 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 so yeah, at that time I was like, you know what, that would give me a break too. It's not bad. But yeah, once you quit your job, it's not just a break, you know, you're, you're done. There's no coming back. So
0: Yeah, right, can't
1: turn back. No. <laughs> How does that feel though? Right now I feel a bit sad because I'm like, you know, there's people that I really like. Some of them, I would say, you know, were almost friends, kind of. And realistically, when you move on the other side of the world, you know you might never see them again. And that sucks. I find that, you know, as you get older, it's more and more difficult to meet, like, people with whom you get along. Mm. It's not like when you're at uni and there's, like, a lot of people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think there's a few of them that I'm going to miss. It's more about the people than the job, actually. Don't right. think about it. What was better? Like, the lifestyle here or the lifestyle back in England? Because of where I was in England, it's kind of similar, mm. except I spend more time in transport here. <laughs> but no, it was quite similar, like quite relaxed, you know, generally. And, you know, you spend your Friday night in the pub, that kind of thing, that, that's quite similar. I think it would have been very different if I came from France directly to New Zealand. Yeah. Cultural shock and all of that. But I didn't find it like so different but from right. people walking barefoot that i've never seen that before what people walk around barefoot yeah well you've been here only in winter so you probably haven't seen it (laughs) yet what wait until like give it a few weeks and people walk barefoot in the the street street. yeah in the city center and all of that yeah lots of people yeah what yeah give Um. it a few weeks (laughs) when it stops raining
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, shh. Yeah, that's crazy. That's one of the first
1: things we noticed. Like, at first, I was like, that's probably just a crazy person. Yeah. And they're like, no, there's just way too many crazy people. That must be a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Barefoot in the street. Yeah. Like, we've got gums and people spitting and all of that. Yeah. Mate, the
0: bottom of their feet must be rancid. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. What's helped you push through to this time now? You know, you're at a point where you're about to leave. You're about to move back. What's keeping you going?
1: So I'm quite focused generally. Like I know what I need to do, and I'm gonna to work towards it. And if I start thinking of you know everything that could go wrong, then I'm gonna start panicking and not do anything at all. And I can't do that. That's not an option. Otherwise, I'm just gonna move back to my parents' place, you know, in my kid's room. But you know, it's not that I'm not worried. Or you know, obviously, I'm a little bit worried. But I don't want to get on the way just need to carry on and see what happens where did that mentality
0: come from like it seems quite a re- of a resilient thing to to be like no you've got to carry on like what's pushing you
1: it comes from you know my partner like the first few years he was the one taking care of me right. and the last yes, the last few years no the first few years mm. but the last few years is the other way around i was the one you know taking care of everything and I, it's become like a habit i just do it without thinking of it now it's not a bad thing because then you just apply it to every areas in your life i guess
0: (laughs) he's taught you some resilience by being (laughs) terrible (laughs) yeah wow that's really interesting final question then what quote do you sort of tell yourself when times get tough or you know is there something
1: some sort of quote that you live by that one that you've got on your (laughs) lap. what you focus on you attract more in your life that started a few months ago. To have this one in mind, it can to he- change like your state of mind. Like if you're always like stressed and worried, thinking of all the bad things that could happen, that that's going to happen. Yeah, and it's counterproductive. You know, it takes a lot of your energy to focus on all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything. If you at least focus on the positive and try to act accordingly, doesn't mean that there's not going to be any problems because there's always going to be a little bit. But at least there's, I feel like there's less of it. Like I don't know.
0: that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards so stay with it